0: Welcome to another episode of A Little Spooky. This is the show where we talk about things that spook us just a little bit, like cryptids, monsters, conspiracy theories, urban legends, UFOs, aliens, or having a dream that you have to pee really bad and then waking up seconds from an emergency, a pee emergency, if you will. My name is Colleen.
1: My name is Everett. I thought you were going to say, oh, and you wake up and you peed the bed. No,
0: no, no. I'm I'm not there yet. Give me a few more years. But you know what happened? <laughs> you know what happened was um I was having this dream that I was at a family reunion and I had to pee so bad. And I was going from bathroom to bathroom at every time they were always like full, someone was in there. And I woke up around four o'clock in the morning and I had to pee so bad. So I get up, I leave our room, and it's like hazy in the house and it smells like smoke. So I was convinced that the house was on fire. So I ran downstairs like looking for the source of the smoke. Turns out there's like some wildfires around here and um we
1: had the wind blowing just right to make the yeah. house felt like full of smoke basically.
0: I'm not used to that. We're
1: this not is northern Minnesota. Yeah,
0: I was going to say fire is the opposite of snow that's just not a thing i'm used to it freaked me out i couldn't it took me about an hour to fall back asleep because i was convinced that like maybe i just the smoke alarms weren't working or something i don't know
1: speaking of dreams i had a dream a few days ago too that i wanted to tell you about um so we were driving down the highway and we drove past a farm with a flock of cows a flock yeah a flock of cows like a herd herd a herd of cows of course i've heard of cows oh my
0: calling. god <laughs> You know me way too well. You knew I was too douchey to not let that go. Oh
1: Um, changing the subject.
0: <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I fell for that shit.
1: Okay uh, changing the subject, what is your favorite Pokemon? Oddish. Why?
0: It's cute. And I like plants. And it's kind of vampire-y. And people Vampire-y. make vampire. Doesn't have teeth. No, but it's like got those red eyes, and people make vampire jokes about me all the time. That's true.
1: Mine is uh, slugma. I'm not falling just for slugma this. Slugma <laughs> just That doesn't even make <laughs> sense. Well, let's get into it. We spoke a little bit about dreams, and we've actually talked a lot about dreams on our podcast too. Yeah, like in prior episodes. So we've talked about like sleep paralysis and. The meanings of dreams, we talked about that at one point, too. Yeah, my teeth dreams. Yeah, and then we've shared our own dreams, too. One question remains unanswered that we haven't discussed. Why do we dream? Why do you think we dream, Colleen?
0: I always read that it was your brain making sense of, like, external stimuli you didn't have a chance to process while you were awake.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. That's definitely an explanation. But the thing is no one agrees on why we dream. Right. I
0: guess there's no way to prove it because nobody even knows why we sleep. Like the need for sleep still right. hasn't been figured out. Well
1: and the thing is not all, at least that we know of, the most most life forms sleep, obviously. I mean, some don't. Right. But I most, shouldn't
0: say the need nobody knows the need for sleep, but there's no it doesn't make sense.
1: Right. Well, and the point I was getting at too is Dreams are also, like, very specific to, like, mammals, and not even all mammals either. Oh, really? How do they know? I mean, you know, people that have pets, cats and dogs, you can tell they're dreaming.
0: Yeah, but how do they know that, like, a well, reptile right, or that, bird doesn't?
1: Right. Well, we can't even, we can even decide why we dream in general. Right. So how yeah. do we know? But, <laughs> so, like you said, it could be, you know, your brain trying to make sense of things and, like, trying to... Create memories, like better creating memories by dreaming. Sure. Um, Another reason might be for a training ground for us to better prepare for threats in the waking world. So it's like kind of conditioning your fight or flight response. Really? That's why a lot of people think we have nightmares. Interesting. Um, For a lot of people, it helps cope with issues too. So they kind of go through a situation in their head while they're dreaming. Yeah. Uh, And also... For some people, not as many, but it helps stimulate creativity and aid in problem solving as well.
0: In what way? I mean, you're
1: asleep. Yeah, but I mean, if you have a vivid dream or in some cases lucid dreaming too, and you can kind of control what's happening and you can try different things that helps you if you're like an artist or something.
0: Really? Has that ever occurred happened to you?
1: No. Because I can't. I'm not not an artiste.
0: Well, right, but I can't, like, I don't remember the issues I'm trying to sort through while I'm dreaming. You know, I have dreams about teeth and haunted houses and stuff. Yeah, but you can't lucid dream. That's true.
1: Well, no matter what the reason is, we all dream. Even if we don't remember our dreams, we all do dream as humans. Right. Dreams are influenced by a lot of different variables. Uh, Anxiety and stress can cause nightmares. Uh, Your diet can actually affect your sleep cycles in term affecting your dreaming. And certain sleep disorders can actually trigger more vivid dreams when someone finally falls into a REM sleep cycle. So if you have like insomnia or another sleep disorder takes forever, you know, days at a time for you to actually mm-hmm. have a good night's sleep. And then you're going to have very vivid dreams while you're in your REM cycle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, ha- I've been afflicted with, like, bad insomnia since probably, like, sixth grade. I don't remember particularly but, vivid dreams. Though I do remember after being put on medication... That's when I started having crazy dreams. And
1: I mean, the thing is, it obviously affects everyone differently, right? Like, some people remember all of their dreams. Every night. Right,
0: yeah, I suppose I'm not the end all of
1: truth. Re- but regardless, <laughs> all of those variables are a personal level. Sure. Right? Right. However, can some things trigger odd dreams for an entire community? That would be, that's some NK Ultra bullshit. What about the entire species? Maybe a catastrophic event happening on Earth changes the way we dream.
0: You mean everybody having the same dream at the same time or just everybody experiencing certain dreams at some point in time? Because, I mean, for instance, my dreams about teeth falling out, millions of people have had variations of that Mm -hmm. dream.
1: I'm not even saying the same dream. I'm just saying maybe some sort of... Gas that wasn't present in the atmosphere at a certain level before changes the way we dream so we're more prone to having nightmares than we were before.
0: Oh, okay. Oh. Okay.
1: Weird, but okay. Uh, Those are weird questions that a lot of people don't think of, but they might be questions that were asked by a mysterious organization and we still have no knowledge of what their findings were. In 2015 people in Portland, Oregon, were finding flyers across the city. And this flyer read as follows. Have you been having strange dreams? The Willamette Valley Dream Survey is investigating a recent spike in bizarre, unexplainable dreams. What? If you have been experiencing any unusual dream activity, you can help by reporting a summary. Please call 971 258 One, four, six, five, with a description of your dream. And that's all that was on the flyer.
0: I have several. So they didn't, it didn't list an organization. It just said, help us determine this reasoning for the spike in strange dreams. But how did they measure that there was a spike in strange dreams to begin with? Don't know. How would you know that? I mean, if you had to ask for dream information after the fact, how would you know before asking that there had been a spike?
1: Unless you were just
0: talking amongst your group of friends and three of you were like, Yeah, we had some weird dreams.
1: That's true. (laughs) And you considered that. You're you're missing the point, though. And you kind of mentioned it earlier, too. Who is this?
0: Yes. And that wasn't on.
1: No. All they said is the Willamette Dream, Willamette Valley Dream Survey. So no one knows if that's the name of the organization or if that's just the project they're doing. But it's, and Willamette County, I believe, is the county that Portland's in, I assume. I didn't bother to check that because I just assumed that's what it was. So but,
0: you, d- you didn't look into Willamette Valley Dream Survey? Like, no,
1: obviously I did. I just mean Willamette County. Sure, right. Got you. Or Willamette Valley, excuse me. I assume that's just where Portland is. But regardless, there was no additional context. So like we said, no organization, but also no date. These just appeared in April of 2015, so, there's no, so there's no like, deadline for, like, being able to call this number. Uh, no other additional information at all.
0: And, I'm sorry, you said they were all over the city? It wasn't just, like, one bulletin board? It was...
1: I mean, I don't know about all over the city, but it was definitely not just one area. Many flyers were found.
0: Okay. So, I wonder who, like, f- found the first one, and then somebody else across the city was like, hey, I've seen that, too. Oh, like, yeah. Was no, it- we're
1: getting into oh, okay. that, for sure. So... If you called the number, you would get an automated voicemail saying that you reached the Willamette Valley Dream Survey and to describe your dream after the tone. They would also state that uh, any description you provide could be duplicated in other forms of media. So whether it be your actual recording or if it's a transcript, uh, they said they could reproduce that for their own purposes.
0: Okay. Or like if they were to publish a study, they could... Quote yeah, I assume
1: that's what the main reason would be.
0: You would think.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, if anyone were to call this number, I would just hope they don't have any identifying information other than the phone number they're calling from. Right. I hope they don't provide their name on their voicemail or anything like that. Just list your dream. Right. So, you said, how is this figured out or initially found out by the community at large? Not just Portland, but everyone. Yeah. A picture of the flyer was posted to Reddit in April of 2015, and people were trying to dig deeper and figure out what was going on. One Redditor pointed out that Googling the phone number brings up posts that advertise a kid's summer camp for improving their German. What? Of course, this led to Reddit theorizing that the Dream Survey is connected to the camp, some going as far as making unfounded claims. That the summer camp uh, held secrets regarding their true intentions or maybe even being a death camp. But honestly, that's just stupid and racist because Germany did that in World War II. Okay, well,
0: right. Yeah, so let's, let's just, like, leave Nazis out of it. They're thinking that the German camp for kids is a front for some organization or that the kids are being, like, brainwashed by some organization. They
1: just thought there was a connection. In some way, because the same phone number was listed. Okay. This was quickly debunked, though. Oh. Disappointing. Uh, Someone contacted the school or the camp directly. Okay. They said that, and I believe it was actually a newspaper that contacted them, because it was also kind of a local sensation. Sure. A newspaper reporter contacted them, and they said that used to be their phone number. It was like a Google... um, VoIP phone, like what is that, like a virtual number you can get. Oh, okay. Um, but they no longer owned it. So it was no longer. It just hadn't sp- been
0: updated them. on their website or whatever.
1: It was actually updated on their website. But I think when you Google the phone number, and I actually tried this when kind of researching some stuff on this uh, topic, mm-hmm. you actually can still find like old Facebook posts from this summer camp
0: Okay, with that phone so number. So they're associated. Right. You can't erase anything on the
1: internet. Right. Well, <laughs> right. Pretty much, yeah. And those were dated back around 2013, but this is happening in 2015. Sure. So they didn't have this phone number for most likely a couple of years. And going through registries will actually prove that this is true. Mm -hmm. Uh, The summer camp is definitely no more than an education program. That you
0: know of.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So this number for the survey actually still remains active All of this time till today. But interest in the mystery died down since there were no leads. And five years pass. In 2020 of April, a new post was made to Reddit. A very similar flyer was posted in Utah with the same wording and the exact same layout as well. What? It read as follows. Have you been having strange dreams? The Happy Valley Dream Survey is investigating a recent spike in bizarre, unexplainable dreams. If you have been experiencing any unusual dream activity, you can help by reporting a summary. Please contact either happyvalleydreamsurvey at gmail.com or 725-333-8067 with a description of your dream. So it's- I'm not
0: calling something called
1: Happy Valley. Happy Valley actually is the name of the area.
0: Yeah, I st- it's still, uh-uh. It sounds suspicious that the whole area sounds <laughs>
1: suspicious.: So were, with this situation last year, just last year in 2020, Yeah, there were two main posters on Reddit that brought this back into the limelight.: Sure. Uh, they actually even posted calls that they made to this number. Soon after they posted these, the users vanished from the website. Most assumed that they, they did not revive this mystery themselves as like some sort of game because they would stick around to like kind of get the clout involved. And like oh, so, re-
0: so you don't think they don't think it was a hoax. They think it was like, well,
1: they're not saying they don't think it's a hoax. They're saying the posters didn't fake it or didn't create these flyers themselves. So
0: the po- if, if it is a hoax, the posters weren't
1: involved. Right.
0: Right. I mean, I can see why if it was a hoax, the point is kind of notoriety, I guess, unless you're one of those people who just... Doing some weird
1: social experiment. Yeah, I mean it could be that, but since it's Reddit, I mean, you know, the whole <laughs> point, the whole point is getting your upvotes, right? So sure. and they disappeared. So they're like, and I believe those posts are now deleted. So like they're huh. no longer trying to get attention from this. However, one thing that both of these posters did draw attention to in their posts on Reddit was an organization called Fatel. Now, it's spelled F U T E L. I don't know if that's Futel or feudal. Foodle. But.
0: <laughs> Sorry.
1: Regardless, funny. they brought up this company and how the organization was definitely not involved with the Flyers. What? <laughs> I know, right? So, like, it's completely out of left field. Like, what does that have to do with anything?
0: What, well, f- what do we know about
1: Futel? Futel is an organization that purchases old payphones in Portland and connects them to Wi-Fi in order to provide the homeless and those without phones an ability to make free calls.
0: Okay, Noble Service, what the fuck does that have to do with a dream survey?
1: So their website states that their mission is to provide the ability to make calls to anyone regardless of the purpose. And the wording in their about section is actually super weird where they bring up, like, they want to build a Tower of Babel of, like, old payphones and stuff. It's really weird shit. Uh, But if you pick up one of these phones, there's no dial tone because it's connected to Wi-Fi, so it just automatically brings up a registry for you.
0: I'm sorry. How do you get access to one of these phones? You have to contact this organization. No, like,
1: they're actually old payphones in Portland that are repurposed to be connected to the Internet. So the homeless people can make calls. Okay,
0: so anybody can walk up to this payphone and yes. use it for free. Okay, sorry. I yes. was misunderstanding.
1: So when you pick up one of these phones, you're automatically given an automated voice, like a directory. Sure. with several options. You have a free dial option, so you can dial whatever number you want. But there's also a quick dial where it lists several different things you can call right away. Mm-hmm. These include, and this is according to one of the local papers in okay. Portland. Okay. You can call the mayor. All right. You can call the Druid of Sisyphus Gardens. That's like listed in one of the... Yes, pr- <laughs> that's the second option. I don't know what that is. I tried I tried <laughs> so hard to figure out who that was. Anyone
0: knows who the Druid of Sisyphus Gardens is? Podcast at nerdsloth.com.
1: Yeah. Uh, another option was a voicemail confessional called the Apology Line, where anyone could access it and listen to people's voicemails.
0: How is this useful for homeless people?
1: Mainly to call whoever you need to.
0: No, who needs access to the Druid or the apology line?
1: That's true. But another option was the Willamette Valley Dream Survey. Oh, really? Yes.
0: Okay. So that clearly obviously has nothing to do with these flyers then.
1: No. (laughs) Well, well, And the thing is, those flyers where these posters said this has nothing to do with Fatal, that was the Happy Valley one in Utah.
0: That's where the poster said that
1: the posters that put on reddit this has nothing to do with this organization they were commenting on their own post about the flyers in utah okay but they're in portland this company this company is in portland doing right this.
0: so the 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 flyers in portland are connected to the portland payphone service but the utah ones according to the people who posted it have nothing to do with the ones in Portland. Correct. <laughs> okay. So or at least just nothing
1: to do with this organization.
0: Right. But I mean, I guess that co- goes hand in hand. To me, that makes it sound like they're trying to say they're not related at all.
1: Right. Well, regardless, the these Fatel phones connect users to the Dream Survey with that quick dial option. So that means one of two things. Fatel's either behind the survey mm-hmm. or they know who is.
0: Yeah, someone's got to. Right. Because somebody has to be able to program the number into the system.
1: Right. Well, I mean, the thing is, the the phone number was on all the flyers, so I guess technically Right, but I mean, why could,
0: would a random employee at this place that's programming these phones add that unless they had a reason to right, add it? Right,
1: for sure. People have tried contacting Fattel about this. Uh-huh. They're like, why do you have this on your quick dial registry? Why are you connected to the survey?
0: I mean, can we go back and talk about the druid for a second? They're not <laughs> qu- questioning that. Has anyone called the druid?
1: Yeah, I, I assume this druid is actually a real person that you can just connect with. Maybe he has something to do with this photographer. Who decided
0: the list of quick dial options? That's it, who you need to drill down to.
1: It might be the druid. <laughs> I, I don't know who that is, and I did try to find out, but I haven't. Regardless, not connected to the story, unless the Druid also did this survey. Right. But we don't know. (laughs) So people are contacting Fattel, but every time someone asks about the Willamette Valley Dream Survey, they ignore you. They will not respond. They'll respond to other questions like, hey, can you maybe try and get a phone in this area? Or, hey, your phone is damaged in this area? Yeah, so if they'll I was, help with that.
0: If I was asking a list of questions and like slipped that into the middle, they just would ignore that one. They
1: would ignore that one. Or if you contact them just to ask about that, they're just not going to respond.
0: How many people work for this organization?
1: I don't know. I, I have no idea.
0: Sure. Yikes. Why is it so mysterious? I'm going to hate this. There's so, no conclusion to this story, is there?
1: We'll see. Okay. So what happens when you actually call up the dream survey? You leave your message, and if you're calling from a cell phone, many have actually reported right after hanging up the phone, they receive an automated message instantly from the Dream Survey thanking them for their participation. However, some people have also tried responding to these texts. Some have received additional responses. One thing that has been reported is a text that reads, and I'm, I know I'm going to mispronounce this, 9-goe-5-jit. Which actually is Haitian Creole, which translates to September 5th.
0: What? What?
1: Yeah. So this is when we're recording this in
0: 2021. Yes. Days from September 5th.
1: Right. But (laughs) last year, especially around this time in April of last year, Uh there was a small community on Reddit And I forget the actual title of the subreddit, but it had something to do with September 5th, 2020. Okay. They believed that there were going to be major changes to the world that would occur on September 5th, 2020. It's not a doomsday cult. It's not a religion. But what it is, is someone who created this subreddit were having prophetic dreams that all of these changes were going to happen to humankind on this date specifically this date
0: just a rando and he happened to get followers
1: right the user like i said made it very clear that this was not a doomsday vision but that a major turning point would happen on this day so in hindsight i don't know if anything of actual concern or value of all at all happened on this date I I, mean, obviously, we're alive, and, like, things are fine relative to how they were before September 5th. Did you
0: Google it? I did.
1: There are no major news stories that I could find that happened on that day. However, the fact is that this dream survey sent out a date that was also shared by a community that believes prophetic dreams were foretelling a major event on that day. So... They're both connected by the date, but also connected by the fact that dreams are super important.
0: Yeah. So, so the idea is that potentially this guy could be guy or girl or I don't guru or whatever it could potentially be behind the survey. Maybe or maybe but there's it's just no connection. Otherwise, it right. could oh,
1: okay. Maybe, but it could just you know it could be a coincidence or it could be involved. We don't know. Spooky. Personally, I don't think the flyers that were put out in Utah are actually truly connected to the ones that were originally put up in Portland five years previous.
0: You think they were like an, like a hoax?
1: Yeah, I think it's more likely that someone became aware of those flyers from 2015 and decided to have a little fun and copy it and make their own uh, phone number and email for people to contact them mm-hmm. and just kind of abandon it. Like I, I believe that number still active as well. And I assume the email is because emails, you know, does
0: that also send out the September 5th response?
1: I don't think so. Not that I know of.
0: And do we know to what they were responding to with September 5th? You said that only some people got replies back. Mm-hmm. I want to know what, those people said to I th- get yeah, a reply. I, I saw
1: some of the text chains. I think they were asking just very general questions like what is the purpose of this or who is running this? And then they would just send back these weird cryptic responses. And
0: was that happening for both the Happy Valley? No, and- no, no,
1: just the Portland one. Just the Portland one. Yeah.
0: Okay, okay.
1: And whether or not the Reddit posters that brought attention to the one in Utah were behind it, there does not seem to really be an actual connection between the two surveys other than they use the same format. Right. So
0: Well, and of course, the one in Utah has nothing to do with futile.
1: I think it's Fatel. I really don't think it's futile. futile. I don't F- think futile. it's futile because that would be an odd name choice for what they're trying to achieve.
0: Yeah, that's a valid. <laughs> that is a valid point.
1: So so where do we go from here?
0: I have I have so many lingering questions just about the logistics of this. How do they know? There's no verification process. I could call and say whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. I could be like, I had a dream that my dog was flying and I ate a toaster strudel. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Mud. Yeah, and they would have no... I mean, and that would completely skew their research if, in fact, they are doing research yeah. because it would be completely meaningless. Right. And so... Well, and the
1: thing is, too... The initial flyer said they were investigating a recent spike in bizarre dreams in the area. But since this is national, and I assume international, I'm sure people from other countries are looking at this, too. Mm -hmm. Anyone can call this number.
0: I'm wondering if they're, like, being limited, limiting it by area code or something. But if that's the case, I mean, I have an area code right now from a place that I don't live. That's true. Because I kept my number. And— there has to have been some cutoff in terms of number of responses that they could process unless they have some really sophisticated, like computer program somehow sifting through and like organizing it into information that might be useful.
1: Can you, I mean you're, like, you're giving, I think, honestly, too much credit to them. You think I just, don't think this is a legitimate survey. I think well, someone no. is just getting people to call them
0: because they're lonely. <laughs> <Well, laughs> the I just want to hear someone yeah, let's, let's tell a story.
1: Fi- Let's find out because I'm going to call them right now. Oh, okay, live on our recording,
0: <laughs> live recorded live.
1: So the number and I did mention this earlier. It is still active. I did call it earlier today, but I didn't uh, wait long enough for the beep. I'm going to do that right now.
0: But, Are you going to say a dream?
1: Yeah. So what I'm going Are to you do? Gonna make one up, or no. is this a okay? No, it's a real it. dream. Okay, So I'm going to call and see what happens. I'm hoping that I get a text right after, which I'm going to respond to. I'm probably not going to get a response. If I do get a text at all, I'm probably not going to get a response while we're recording, I assume. Because whoever is responding to these automated texts has to be a human, right? I don't know. It might not be. Well, the automated text probably isn't. But whoever's responding to the response to the automated text Sending that well, Creole Haitian or Haitian Creole.
0: But if they're, if it's always the same message, it could I, just be. It doesn't be, necessarily
1: have to be the same message.
0: But you said it, it's always responding with that September No, not 5th. always.
1: That's just what has happened.
0: Oh, so what else have they responded with?
1: I don't know. I'm going to find out. I'm going to call right now.
0: Thank you for calling the Willamette Valley Dream Survey. Please leave a detailed account of your dream after the tone. Transcripts or audio from your report may be duplicated in other media.
1: Hi, so I've been having this recurring dream that I've had ever since I was a kid, and I have actually been having this dream more often recently. So what happens is that there is this animal that follows me at a constant rate of speed, So usually what's happening is I'm in a car driving from my grandparents' house to my parents' house when I'm still a kid, and I'm in the back seat. And I'm looking out the back window, and I see this thing following us. And what it is, is a female deer, a doe, on its legs, but it's backwards crab-walking at me. It's not chasing me like quickly, but it is pursuing me So I have a feeling of dread that I have to constantly outrun this thing. So no matter where I go, it's going to change direction and keep following me. It's never caught up to me, but I do fear the day that it will finally catch up to me. And that's all.
0: Whose grandma did they get to record that message? I
1: know, right?
0: (laughs) I thought it would be some mysterious automated voice. That was like some poll worker.
1: Yeah, it did sound like, a, like, Dorothy like an uh, old lady volunteer. Yeah. Um, so Which, I'm, for
0: some reason, makes it seem a little more legit to me.
1: I'm I'm waiting for an automated text, but unfortunately, no, I didn't get one. But, hey, this number is still active, so if you want to try giving them a call and see if you actually get a response from them, give them a call. Their number is... 971-258-1465
0: Oh man, I what if they uh, what if it was something super nefarious and they were recording your voice and like they're going to use it for spooky things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the
1: thing is I give no identifying information. I mean, they do have my phone number. So if they try it hard enough, they could probably figure out who I am. And if they Somehow hear this podcast, if it's sent to them or something, they can figure out who we are very easily from that, too. But I'm not worried. You honestly think it's just a
0: nothing, it's just a person? Okay.
1: A lot of people and I've I've watched a couple like, you know, YouTube style documentaries, like, you know, quick little things about this. Some do fear that it is a cult behind this, and they mainly get that from the September 5th thing, that connection. Mm. Yeah, But I don't know about that. I think it is actually an organization that probably is either Fatel or subsidized by Fatel.
0: And what would they want to do with it, though?
1: I don't know. They're trying to create a Tower of Babel. I have no idea.
0: I, the reason I'm thinking it's not, definitely not a cult is... And I'm no cult expert, but I would imagine that if you're in a cult, your point is to recruit members. So wouldn't you want people to know that you're behind this and like the good it's doing for humanity or whatever?
1: That's true. You would think. I have no idea. And there there are a lot of lingering questions about this, too. So like, you know, who's behind it? Obviously, why are they doing It's an even bigger question. And is something in Portland actually causing more people to have unusual dreams? Or is that statement just completely unfounded? I don't know. People of
0: Portland. Band together. <laughs> and email us. Email us if with your bizarre dreams. But know that we may duplicate them <laughs> for our own personal purposes. Yeah, we're
1: going to just post it on Twitter. <laughs> um, I will say, too, I still haven't gotten a text or anything. So at this point, I'm I'm not expecting one. But if I do somehow get a text or anything like that, I will make sure to screenshot it and post it on our social media for you all to see.
0: It's been five years since the original post. Now, it's interesting. No, no, no. It's
1: just been a year.
0: I thought you said that the Willamette Valley one was Mm -hmm. posted five years ago.
1: Six years ago now, in 2015. But the screenshots of these text conversations were happening in 2020, only a few months before September 5th,
0: 2020. Oh, so you basically complete, we're completely forgetting the Happy Valley one. We're ignoring that.
1: Yeah. We have to acknowledge it happened in case there is a connection. But in my opinion, there is not. And it was kind of like just a side joke thing. If
0: anyone has received that September 5th text after September 5th, 2020, they didn't specify 2020. And also, why is it in some Creole language? I don't know. I mean, especially if in, In regards to Portland, I mean, I don't know of Creole being a particularly widely spoken language in Portland, Oregon, but again, I'm in northern Minnesota, so what do I know?
1: Yeah, well, I don't know. I I do hope, though, that someday there will be more information about why this happened because it is like a weird little rabbit hole of like what what is happening why is this happening and why is this number still active 6 years later.
0: Right, that's my th- my question. If it if it was over you would disable the number or at least like remove or, the voicemail. Right,
1: and the thing is whoever this is is still paying for the number because otherwise it would just be disconnected by the service provider. So whoever owns that phone number is still paying for it whether it be you know a big one like Verizon or something, or if it's just a Google number, you still have to pay to have a phone number registered in that capacity. Right, man. So maybe Fatel is behind it because they have their access to all of their numbers too.
0: But then what are they doing with the information? And if they're not actually looking for information about dreams, what are they doing with your voicemail? Like are they, I'm just, I'm thinking if this is like some nefarious organization what are they doing with it or it doesn't make sense like because then all the only information they have about you is your voice and your phone number and you could call from any you could call from a payphone if Mm -hmm. payphones still existed so they wouldn't even have your number Yeah, you
1: could call from a a telephone and that's kind of why i assume a lot of people have because it's on their quick dial so what are they doing with your voice and uh, I saw a couple people on YouTube being extremely overcautious about calling this dream survey. And the thing is, I understand like the the sentiment of like, what are they going to do if I call for my personal phone? Don't worry about it for two reasons. One, they don't have any other information other than your phone number and your voice. So what are they gonna do with it? And two, if someone really didn't want to steal your personal information. It's all out there anyway.
0: Yeah, leaving a voicemail somewhere isn't really the yeah. easiest way to glean. Right, personal you can you can buy
1: someone's actual social security number for like ten dollars online. It's really nothing is private anymore. So don't worry about it. If you want to have fun, call this number. I don't, it
0: wasn't like that. fun. No, it wasn't fun. But I was <laughs> My, hoping
1: for some more. But
0: I I mean, okay, I would hate if this was a like spooky underground organization but i would also love that that would be awesome but what's even spookier to me is if it is literally just that old lady who left who <laughs> that says that just message wants to
1: hear people's dreams
0: yes she just wants to hear people again or maybe she's dead and this is how <laughs> this is how she she communicates with the world huh?
1: maybe she huh? was dead colleen i don't know <laughs>
0: You seem way more skeptical about this than you should. There no, I seem
1: w- skeptical about your claim that who, you know maybe she's dead and she's a ghost. on this <laughs> I'm just voicemail. I'm
0: throwing out theories and you're knocking down every single I'm one. I'm knocking
1: it down. I think there is something weird going on with this, and I hope we do get more info about well, this. Well, give me
0: more. What do I don't you, know anymore. No, what I'm talking. What is in your brain right now, Biggie? Like what?
1: I don't think it's... What do
0: you think it is? I
1: don't think that it's actually a survey for the purpose of investigating people's dreams in the area of Portland. I think they are trying to build some sort of database, but for what purpose, I don't know. And it's not like they're trying to get personal details, so it's definitely not for that reason, but they're trying to build something up, and I don't know what. What if it
0: was something like really boring like it actually
1: release a coffee top table. Book. Coffee, yeah.
0: Or it's just like some like linguistic survey and they just want to hear accents from across the city <laughs> or something like yeah. I don't know. I just even it's weird. It's weird and I don't like it.
1: Well, here's what I have to say to close the subject. Um if you have any additional information about this that I have somehow missed, I would actually like you to please contact us so I can bring it up in an additional episode if we want to come back to this.
0: Yeah, but also just contact us so I can know. I can't. I need answers.
1: I Yeah. We're so, never going to get any. Well, yeah, you can contact us through email or any of our socials. Uh, we'll
0: inst- go through that at the end.
1: Yeah, but just since I'm talking about it, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all are at HQ. or you can send an email to podcast at nerdsloth.com. But that is it for this topic, Colleen. It's never
0: it. It's not over.
1: It was never over. Number's still active, so I hope we do get updates, yes.
0: I don't, well, I bet, like, September 5th, 2048, that's when something will happen. They didn't specify a year. It could be years and years Well, the Reddit
1: community did specify a year, 2020. The texts were just September 5th.
0: Right. So, right. But I mean, we're uh, you're assuming that the Reddit community is associated. I no, don't think I'm, the Reddit I'm, community
1: is. I, I'm just saying it's a weird coincidence. At least
0: right. So they were talking about September 5th, 2020. If they're not related, there was no specification about which September 5th. And which September 5th? We talking September 5th in Australia or September 5th here? Because there's a big time difference. When is what going to happen? I assume
1: it's the area code or the time zone of Portland.
0: But it'd be more. Yeah, that makes a lot sense. (laughs) I'm really tired. I'm very sleep deprived. Um, So for this week's fancy spooky news. I'm going to be real with you. Um, Like spooky. The real world is really what's been spooky these days. Like Afghanistan, mostly. Uh, covid in covid in terms of like paranormal news we're like severely lacking in on earth right now
1: and even horror movies and to are be very fair recently
0: i will point out that you know What's going on in Afghanistan and COVID is a lot more important, probably, than your weird story about a haunted grandma I mean, or it's, something. It's
1: not probably. It is more important. <laughs> but, but, but we're not here to talk about that. Exactly. So leave it there.
0: So I found what I could find. I have two spooky adjacent articles. Moderately spooky. Spooky if you think really hard about why they might be spooky. Articles. Yeah. Ar- article number one. Woman punches and fights off mountain lion to save five-year-old son from attack. Yeah. Would you do it?
1: Yeah, but I don't know if I would come out alive.
0: Okay, so I'm not going to read the article. There's, like, this is world news, I guess. You can find it in a bunch of different websites. So I'm going to call this a reputable story. This happened in California, and a 30-kilogram mountain lion... No idea. Okay. Man, I wish (laughs) that we went to the metric system because this is, it's, I don't understand why it's so hard for me to, to like. Nine stones. (laughs) Whatever. Anyways, this five-year-old is playing in his backyard and he, what I'm going to assume is a giant mountain lion, dragged him 45 yards across the front lawn and he suffered significant injuries to his head and upper torso which is scary that you can be in your backyard and a lion will just yeah but his mom saw and she ran out and punched that lion at least five times
1: just like in the side or something or like right in the face where where was she getting it
0: she ran out of the house and started punching and striking with his with her bare hands she get bare hands (laughs) shut up then she immediately drove the boy to a hospital cool um where law enforcement was notified of the attack and then sadly the they killed the mountain lion Mm. which was that's sad but what's interesting is right as they shot that mountain lion apparently two other mountain lions like came out and were like hey what's up guys
1: once you get the taste for human blood you just can't turn back they had to put it down i guess it's got the taste
0: yeah i don't know that's more like badass than spooky
1: that's spooky it is i wouldn't
0: do it i would cry and stare
1: you would stare as a mountain lion took a small child away for
0: i mean i would do my best but i am a small person with small fists i have baby hands
1: Hey, I dig right in between the ribs, and that's good to have tiny hands for that reason. Uh, What's the next story? Yeah, this
0: one. Okay, fine. Next story. Man discovers Ladybug living inside his colon. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, here's the thing. This is why this is spooky. I am sure that people... You don't don't
1: have to explain why something is spooky. No, no, no.
0: Here. I'm sure that people who have performed colonoscopies have found far stranger things than a ladybug in a colon, like light bulbs and beads. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Various accoutrements. But the weird thing is this ladybug was alive and it wasn't just like hanging out at the edge of his butthole. or <laughs> and It wasn't like a dead ladybug like all up in his intestines. Yeah. It was like crawling around all up in there and they're not sure why like how it could possibly be alive in like a oxygen <laughs> depleted you know pooper
1: <laughs> pooper um yeah i don't yeah which exit or which entry did it gain so access?
0: here's first off my favorite part about this is that they do make sure to point out that the ladybug had seven spots <laughs> So that's important. Um, This was a a routine colonoscopy of a 59-year-old man. And they found this ladybug. There's pictures of it. (laughs) They found this ladybug just like crawling around in his colon. What baffled them even further is that the 59-year-old was asked by his doctors to drink a liter of polyethylene glycol, which is... Cleans you out. Yeah, I mean, they make you drink a basically a super strong laxative so that right. they don't have to like fight through a bunch of poop during their colonoscopy. Right. So it's possible that the bug he he swallowed the bug, but there was so much of this polyethylene glycol that like it the digestive enzymes.
1: Sure, it didn't actually kill it or digest it. It just kind of snuck through everything quickly.
0: Right, yes. That does not explain how it survived all the way to the colon. It's
1: true. I mean, it would have had to it,
0: have gone all the way through. Please. Do your own thing.
1: Please, if you're listening to this and you have had a ladybug up your butt. Yes. Send us an email.
0: Don't try it no at pictures. home. Yeah, we don't want pictures. Don't like try it. Don't 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 no. go trying to murder don't lady. Condone lady putting
1: buddy. anything up your butt. No, but like, you know, you
0: know, yeah. if if it if it happened, I just want to know how it worked.
1: I, and I still want <laughs> to know if you called this Wilmette Valley Dream Survey and get a response. Please tell me.
0: Or if you're from Portland and, like, you have more background information about this, or you were a member of that weird Reddit group that thought the world was going to change on September 5th, 2020. But, like, there's a picture of this man's colon on the internet for literally the world to see. I would not want any of my innards, my innermost... (laughs) parts
1: i don't think it really matters when it's at that point i don't
0: you don't i don't it, mm-mm. i feel weird about ultrasounds i don't need to see your uterus don't post that
1: that's all we got for today yeah so send us anything we requested or if you have your own personal tale or anything you would want us to read on the podcast send it over
0: yeah write us a creepypasta write us a story tell us your paranormal experiences
1: yeah and next week, Ky will be in your ears, and I'll be here to listen as well,
0: yep, and I got a good one for you.
1: ooh, any hints? No, <laughs> all right, we love you,
0: love you, bye bye.